And we're back. MMA Uncensored podcast returns. First of all, I just want to uh, give a shout out and a special thank you on last week's episode with James Krause from the UFC, Dana White's Contender Series winner, Philip A. Rowe, and Tess Kilhamer. We had a blast. We had a great time. And I want to thank you guys uh, very much for being on the podcast last week. Everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, please subscribe. It helps us uh, grow the show uh, to do amazing things with it, like special guests that we have on tonight, just like Shannon Briggs. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at MMA Uncensored, double underscore. Uh, also, for all your bare knuckle news, bare knuckle freak. And also follow my brother podcast, the Guy Think Podcast. We got celebrities. We got athletes. We got business owners. Just a ton of interesting people on that podcast as well. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to our sponsors as well, Nick and Nate Diaz of Game Up Nutrition. For all your CBD needs, check them out. Uh, and also, if you use coupon code MMA Uncensored, uh, you'll get 10% off. So I'll be scrolling some banners uh, throughout the episode so you guys catch that, as well as our newest sponsor, Veteran Farms. For all your cannabis needs, Veteran Farms is the way to go. And I'm going to go ahead and also uh, drop a banner uh, on the bottom of the screen during the episode so you can get all the information that you need uh, from Veteran Farms as well. Without further ado, uh, first and foremost, I want to bring up uh, President and CEO of MMA Uncensored himself, Chris Laveau. Chris, thank you very much. Hey, brother. How are you? I'm doing great. And on deck, we have <clears throat> Shannon the Cannon Briggs, former two-time heavyweight champion of the world. I'm going to bring him up right now. Let's go, wow. champ. Let's go, Let's champ. Let's go, champ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how That's we doing, fist. champ? <laughs> Let's go, champ. How you doing, brother? Good, sir. Nice to meet you. Good, you nice too, to champ. meet you, you Shannon. Too, you too. Thank you very much for being on the podcast Thank tonight. You. And Thank you guys look, for having me on. Thank you, sir. It's it's my pleasure. And you look great. You got a beautiful backdrop over there. That's is that Florida? Yes, brother. We in Miami, Florida. This is home. It's been home for over twenty years, and um, I'm just enjoying life. I call it paradise. It is paradise, and it looks it like paradise. You got that beautiful pool. You got the ocean. You got that beautiful palm trees behind you. It's uh, I'm from Brooklyn as well. And I'm in Florida okay. now too. So let's go, champ. Another let's Brooklyn go, champ. Brother. That's right, baby. That's right. That's right. So a lot of uh, a lot of great things uh, coming up for you, Shannon. Uh, actually, I wanted to address a couple of things first and foremost with you. Uh, what you've been doing during this quarantine? What's life like in quarantine for the champ? Well, you know, I've, I've literally been quarant in quarantine for 12 years now. Um, it, it was about it was about 12 years ago when I uh, I decided to make my my return to boxing after like a three or four year hiatus, and um, I had I was at the time weighing 403 pounds. I was depressed. I was suffering from major depression. I was suicidal. I was obese. I was just really in a bad place. And my daughter was born. And my daughter Chloe was born, and she's eight now. And um, that just gave me a, a total new, you know, look at life. And I decided to get in shape, and I started training. I lost 168 pounds. Wow. Um, and that's when I made my return to boxing. I, started, I came up with the mantra, let's go champ, and the slogan as a self-motivation self tool for myself to lose weight and get back in shape over those two years that I did it. And then um, – you know, I, I, I made a comeback. I, I was successful in 10 wins in a row. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I got caught a suspension, which was a six-month suspension. Mm-hmm. And in the process, I wind up just kind of sitting out more and more because of family uh, responsibilities and boxing being not as much of a moneymaker for me, more so of a, uh, something just to keep me out there and keep me going for, for many years. But I started, you know, basically focusing on my outside businesses. And but now I've decided, thanks to um, Ben Knuckle Boxing, I've really got the, you know, I will say thanks to Ben Knuckle Boxing, I've got the, the juices flowing. I'm really super excited about making a return to the to the ring yeah. and uh, you know breaking some jaws. Those, those those fists, they look like cinder blocks off of some buildings in Brownsville. Those things. Let's go, champ. <laughs> <laughs> Where my boy go? Where my brother go? Where you he's a, he's a, he's got phone calls. He be in and out, but we'll get him back on. Okay, let's get him back. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted, to, you know, it's interesting. The bare knuckle popped up. Now, there's been a lot of speculation going around. I talked to Dada 5000 a few weeks ago. Uh, he had mentioned that, you know, you were at the uh, BYB event at the Hard Rock and there was some conversation, nothing confirmed, but there was a possibility maybe you were going to step into the Trigon at BYB. Uh, but I'd like to hear your side of the story as well. Uh, Dada is a great guy. I like him a lot. Uh, very entertaining, great businessman. He's made, made great for himself in the name. So I'm supporting him, whatever he does. I'll be at all his events. But I think that right now, uh, BKFC is putting their money where their mouth is, and they are basically coming out with the bag that's going to lure me in the ring. But it's not even so much the bag, to be honest with you. It's the fanfare that's happening right now that's behind Bare Knuckle. Bare Knuckle was being talked about all around the world. You're seeing, um, you're seeing pieces being done on them, exposés about Bare Knuckle on different, uh, <clears throat> different networks. I know ESPN did something about it, so it's hot. It's big, and you know I started in the streets of Brownsville. I'm a Brooklyn guy like you, so you know from 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 it, it's it's I can't believe it. You know, with a glove, the glove is to protect me from punching a hole in somebody's head. Now you telling me <laughs> we've come this place, we come this far in the world where the world's changed, and you can punch a man in the face without without. This is an amazing time to be alive, champ. They bring it back. You know, it started bare knuckle, then they went to gloves to protect the to protect the humans. They don't want to protect the humans no more. So now <laughs> let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> oh my God, this is crazy. When I heard, I mean, news broke everywhere. Well, I mean, you shattered social media when the deal was signed now news actually i don't know if you know this or not but news actually broke right here on mma uncensored podcast with david feldman a few weeks back he was a guest on the show and he broke news that shannon the cannon briggs is now a part of bare knuckle fighting championship so it was and then it got it went all over it went viral and it was pretty amazing and uh well, yeah know, everybody you guys got a great you guys have a great podcast man so it's only right that it broke on your on your on your place per fame first. You know, you guys have a huge following. I'm a fan of yours, and um, I'm glad that you know I'm here to be here now to announce on your station first, like it, as it was before, that I'm gonna punch a hole in somebody, champ. <laughs> I thank you guys, and I thank you for having me on and, and announcing this. Look at this hammer, champ. Ooh. I'm gonna break a jaw or two. I'm, I'm going 99 and no bad knuckle, champ. I can't wait to see it, man. I wonder who the first. And no, champ. Let me ask you this, champ. What was the conversation? How did they lock you down at Bare Knuckle? 
this, I said, I want, I want, you know, I said, listen, to be honest with you, I mean, I can make a joke about it, but the truth yeah. of the matter is, um, I approached those guys. We, you know, we both had a mutual, a like for each other. They understand what I bring to the table as far as the fanfare, the excitement, uh, the, the, the press tour is going to be crazy. Everything's going to be, I'm ready to flip over the table right now, champ. It's going to yeah. be pure entertainment. They understand the value that I bring to the table. And I understand that there are, uh, you know, they're, they're, then I don't, it's kind of new in a sense where a lot of people aren't aware. Now it's going mainstream, and I'm the perfect guy to bring it to the top. A former two-time NBA champion of the world. Um, I'm not afraid of no man. This this fits me better to be fighting um, with no with no with no gloves on. To be honest with you, it fits me better. It's not like K1. I fought in K1. Yep. They kicked me. I was like, damn, you know, I could. I don't like being kicked, champ. You know, I, I, I haven't practiced kicking all my life. <laughs> but I've got practice punching hard as I can all my life. Both hands. Look at the hammers, champ. Look at the soup cans. Damn. Soup cans, champ. <laughs> Look at them. Lunch boxes. Lunch boxes, champ. I got the lunch boxes. See, us Italians, we put the cement boots on people and throw <clears> them in a river, but they attach those fists. They're going to sink too, man. That's right, champ. Ooh. You know, the champ is Italian too. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm half, I'm half Italian, half black. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. I'm half black, half Italian. Let's go, champ. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you, when you uh, sat down with, with the Bare Knuckle crew and, and Dave Feldman, did they bring up any names to you if you could disclose any? Yeah, they. they I told them, look, get the whole list. I, I was like, I could take five of them in, in one night. But they was like, champ, we can't do that. So... <laughs> Uh, I think Rico Rod Rico Rodriguez, he got a big mouth. He says something slick about the champ. So he says something about my age. I'm 48,000 years old. But I hit like a ooh, I hit like a mule kick, champ. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You guys had a little back and forth on social media. Who started right, that I'm, whole I'm a, thing? I'ma straighten them out when I see him. It's okay. You think he's gonna get in a bare knuckle? When the bell ring, I guarantee you, they're gonna they may stop this. They may say, you know what, it's it's not right for fighters, boxers to bring that much experience to, to a man and punch him in his eye hard as he can. That's not, it's not, it's not fair. I hope they don't, but I'm just saying, let's go champ. Let's go champ. <laughs> now this guy, uh, Rico Rodriguez, you think he's going to step in a bare knuckle ring? Do we know? Yeah, he's talking about it. Okay. And I'm going I'm I'm to punish him. I'm a, I'm, I'm, you know, the thing about me is I'm a nice guy. You know, you know me champ. I ain't a bad guy. I don't want to hurt man. anybody, you know, I do want to hurt you, but not in it only in the ring. I, I, but because Rico is a good dude, I may spare him. If I spare him, I'll knock him out with a body shot, which is break just break his rib. If Man. I just want to spare him, I'll break his rib. But if he get me mad, I'm a I'm a hook him or, or right hand him and break his jaw or nose. So it's up to him, to be honest with you. Wow. The ball is in his court. <laughs> you got that right, man. And there's been other names that have let's been go, uh, champ. let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. There's been other names too. This one right here, Mark Brennan said Shannon versus Bigfoot Silver. What do you think about Bigfoot Silver? I love it. I love it. I love it. I like him. Put his name on the list too. I had uh Tim you know, your name's on the list. And I like Tim actually, to be honest with you. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of his. But your name's on the list if you come to bare knuckle. <laughs> well, he's uh he fought uh so Silver fought and BKFC eight in Tampa. He fought Gabriel Gonzaga. Gonzaga knocked him out. And there's been talk possibly Shannon Briggs, Gabriel Gonzaga. What do you think about that? Not familiar with him, but if he knocked out Tim Silver, I like Silver. I'll, I'll make it happen for Silver. Let's go, champ. 
Let's go. It don't chat. take much for me to, you know. <laughs> you know, it don't take for me much for me to beef with you. You feel me? <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm always looking for static. Hell yeah! Why not? Right? You even Let's had something. Chat. You even had something champ with uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's a good kid. Good kid. Yeah, I think you kill him though. Who's that? Logan Paul. Now I wouldn't fight Logan. He's my boy. He's your boy. Oh, you guys are good. You guys are good. Yeah, friends. that's my okay. guy. That's my guy. All right, good. Because I, I like him too. I don't want to see him. Yeah, get I killed. love Logan. He's the best, champ. Yeah, he he seems like a cool dude. Now, what about uh, they? There's talk about. Oh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there for you. I meant to tell you this. Uh, I was I was talking to your boy Freddie, who's a, a gentleman, by the way. What a nice guy he is, man. Fred Money. Fred Money. Follow him on IG at Fred Money. What a great yeah, guy. Fred Money. Follow him on IG. I mean, he's a he's a he's a incredible future uh, entrepreneur businessman. Yeah, and uh, he had mentioned he said we'd like to get Joey Beltran, the heavyweight champ of Bare Knuckle, to call in. Yeah. Uh, so you guys could talk about it. And Joey Beltran actually he had he had some words about it. And he said that he's not going to call in because he's the heavyweight champ and people should be calling him while he's on the show, not the other way around. What you think about that, champ? Yo, it was going to be you on the show, champ. It was going to be me and you. It wasn't just my show. It was going to be me and you. But listen, you're going to suffer for that. You go, But you know what? I, I understand. You wanted, to get, you wanted to get a good night's sleep because you know if you would have had it said anything to me, I'd have been in your dream tonight. How to break your jaw in your dream. It's the champ sharing the cannon. I listen, I got the DM too. You see what I said? Even he said he wanted to fight me. I said, say no more. You gotta say no more. You don't gotta say nothing else. Deal. Deal wow. done. Deal. You don't gotta say much to me, champ. You feel me? You ain't gotta say much for me. And no gloves. You talk about just a street fight straight up ahead of if I was walking, champ. Let me ask you a question. If I was walking down the street and a man jumped out on me or anybody jumped out on me and started fighting me with his hands, what you think I'd do? I'd get busy. You going to tell yep. me you're going to give me money to fight you with no with no gloves on? Let's go, champ. Let's you, go, champ. Let's, let's go, go champ. champ. Let me tell you something, champ. I think if I saw something like that happen in the street, I'd have to call a surgeon. You know why, right? We got to surgically remove those hammers out of somebody's head. <laughs> That's what we have to do, man. That's right. Imagine that. Just walking down the street and the man jump out and be like, yo, you want to fight? We start fighting. I'm going to fight, but I'm going to gun him down. And yep. you telling me now with the lights on and I got to walk down the tunnel to the to the ring or circle and just get, get it cracking with a man who don't know how I feel? Man, I don't want to say too much. I need you to show up in one piece so I can make many pieces of you. Let's go, champ. Let's go, Chant. How about now there's another name that popped up, and I noticed something. Chase Sherman, former bare-knuckle heavyweight champion. He actually uh, lost his title to Joey Beltran, a very close fight. Big dude, firefighter, pro boxer. Well, UFC alum, now pro bare-knuckle boxer. But his name's been popping up often throughout social media as well as a potential for you. And bare-knuckle fighting championships page liked it. So I don't know. Was that hinting at something? Did you, did you hear anything about you and Chase Sherman possibly fighting? You know, I always wanted to be a firefighter, champ. You know, when I was a kid, I used to have a little truck. And it was my favorite little toy I had. I used to 
you know, use it was a fire truck. And I used to, ha you know, play with it all the time. And then one day, this mean guy, mean man, he took my toy truck and he smashed it, man. He ruined my dreams of being a fireman. He said, you'll never be a fireman. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I have a vengeance. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to fight him. He's a fireman. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. He's doing what I wanted to do. <laughs> What's his name again? Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman? Yeah, mm -hmm. sign him up. Put him on the list, too. Ooh, I'd like to get him to call in tonight. Call we right now. We invited him. So he might be calling in as well. So, champ. I'm not, a, I'm not on his time, so hurry up. You should be lucky. I'm <laughs> That's... Everybody in bare knuckle boxing, I'm serious. This yeah. is a warning. Thank you. I, this is a this is a thank you and a warning at the same time. Am I, ain't I a, a nice guy? You know, I'm thanking you and giving him a warning. I'm the nicest guy ever, champ. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you walking into a bad knuckle ring has got a lot of people excited. Now, what do you, I guess um would you take the first person that challenges you, or would you prefer like a big super fight for your debut fight um you know it, it depends i mean they're they talking about this summer i think we got another you know you know we gotta get out of this epidemic right now mm -hmm. but um it doesn't matter champ it's, you know we're looking at here in miami arena i'm home you know i'm from originally from brooklyn new york born and raised nope. came down here about over 20 years ago and been here 24 years and this is my home and it's gonna be an amazing event at the at Miami Airlines Arena. You know, people come to see me punch a hole and whoever they get. It's going to be a pretty sight, champ. I can't wait. Now, I know with this whole stay-at-home order, the quarantine and everything, do we do we know anything? Is it going to be May? Is it going to be June? Or everything's still up in the air? Um, I'm not sure, but I think I think mm -hmm. more towards June from what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. And um, But I'm ready. I'm training at home. You can't see, but I'm training at home. I've been doing some backyard training, a lot of you know, training with the family and, you know, spending time with the family, training at home, doing, getting in phenomenal shape. Man, you should see me, champ. I'm looking good, feeling good. Oh, man, I'm eating right. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 man, this is going to be a great time. It's going to be great for being knuckle boxing. I'm excited. I think all the people at home, uh, the boxing fans are excited. So we're talking about, you know, a lot of, we're talking about a big audience coming and tuning in. Hopefully we can get as many buys as we can get, you know? It's going to be huge, Shannon. It's going to be huge. There's a lot Let's of people talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Let's you were on Joe You were on Joe Rogan for Christ's sake. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's the man. You know. Joe Rogan yeah. is the man. He's the best. Um so all right, we got that. Now is if there's anybody in the entire world that you would want to fight in a bare knuckle ring, who would it be from anywhere? <clears throat> from anywhere. Boxer, MMA, anything. No one in particular, champ. You know, okay. I if I had to fight anybody, it would be Vladimir Klitschko. Ooh. You know, I like to fight him bare knuckle. That'd be even better because we can get right to it. You know, I was watching that old that, that video from back in the day. Let me tell you, when you started that, let's go, champ. I was dying, man. <laughs> when you not so what? Hey, tell me, I gotta get I gotta get your story on it now that I got you here. So what happened? You knew where he was gonna be at. You followed him. How, how did you find him out there paddling? I knew this girl that knew he was out there. She was telling me he didn't live too far from me in Hollywood, Florida, uh, Hollywood Beach. And uh, he actually, you know, we had a couple run-ins in the neighborhood and, and, and close calls. 
And then um, I actually knew he was he would be out there. I went three times and I didn't see him. And uh, I actually seen him on the fourth time. It was too funny. I couldn't believe it. You knocked him over. You knocked him right in the right. ocean. That's right. And you said, you said, let's go, champ. Look, he That's fell. Right. And everybody's laughing. <laughs> so what was like, did you get like anything happen behind the scenes? Did he reach out to you? Did anything happen after that? Yeah, the police reached out to me. <laughs> <laughs> They said I was a nuisance. <laughs> they said I was a nuisance. I went to England looking for David A. I went. I went everywhere. You know what I mean? I went to Germany. I went to England. I went to other countries looking for fighters. They wouldn't give me a shot, and here I am, still forty-eight thousand years old, still surfing the planet looking for fights, yeah. trying to, you know, trying to keep myself alive, keep hope alive, champ. That's right. Brendan Schaub said on Fighter and the Kid, he said that. I feel bad whoever gets in a bare knuckle ring with Shannon Briggs. He's going to kill him. He's going to kill him. never seen nothing like this. Dude, pipes, bro. He got bricks for hands and pipes for arms. Watch out, man. He's building buildings, this guy. That's right, baby. Let's go, Chad. We got a- uh, Pipe bombs. That's right. We got uh, one of our viewers, one of the fans, asks a question. Uh, I know you had answered it before, but uh, why bare knuckle FC? What made you say, you know what? I'm I'm going bare knuckle. It's hot right now. It's mainstream. People talking about it everywhere. People saying people. I hear people in the grocery stores, ladies and little old ladies saying, "You know they letting people fight without the gloves." I'm, <laughs> I'm listening everywhere talking about it. all around the all around the world. People yeah. talking about bare knuckle boxing. So I want a piece. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, we. Did, I I I am. Uh, you know, I I talk to all the guys and girls that fight in bare knuckle. Uh, I go to the pay-per-views. We're behind the scenes. We got a lot of footage behind the scenes, a lot of backstage interviews, post-fight, pre-fight interviews. Just so much, so much stuff going on with Bare Knuckle. And uh, you know, David Feldman is doing a phenomenal job promoting this thing, Man. putting it out there, He's signing people left and right. He just got Tiago Alves uh, from American Top Team, uh, UFC alum. You know, very big name, and you know now yourself and. Uh, and from what Dave Feldman says, he's got many more names uh, coming up in Bare Knuckles. So, yeah, a lot of people are very, very interested in uh, in this BKFC. And uh, I think I think it's going to be great. I think eventually this is going to be right up there with the UFC. What do you think, champ? 100%. I think yeah. Dave is uh, doing a phenomenal job with what he's doing as far as, you know, promoting it. Everyone knows he's a leader and one of the leaders in uh, Dada's very close, right behind him. They're right there neck and neck. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a great time, man. It's new. It's fun. I mean, but in some ways, to be honest with you, I've been following for a long time in the traveling gypsy circuit over in England and Europe. It's, it's been, it's been gone for a long time and I've tried, I've watched it and been a fan of it. So this is like, you know, this is, this is time. This is time now. So I think everyone's ready. And you know, look, America's going, I mean, the world's going crazy. So let's go chat. Yes, let's go. That's right. Let's go chat. So what do you think about, because you said you were on the gypsy circuit. So, you know, over there, uh, like BYB, they use the uh, the hand wraps over the knuckles. Out here in the States, there's no hand wraps. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do, would you rather the hand wraps or no? No hand wraps. No, no wraps. Don't need them. Don't need them. No wraps. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm taking a picture of that shot right there. That's no cap. I got the president right now, the president of the Bare Knuckle Hall of Fame, Scott Burt, Ooh, says, Scott uh, Burt. 
Here he is. Welcome to Bare Knuckle World Champ. The Police Gazette belt is the ultimate, the oldest belt in the world, won in 1889 by John L. Sullivan. Did you know that all your current belts owe their existence to our champ? This is from Scott Burt, the president. Well, Mr. Burt, thank you for that information. And, um, you know, if I can fight for your belt, I'll fight for that too. I never seen a fight that I ain't turned down that I ain't ready for. And, uh, Thank you for that information, sir. I appreciate that. And um, I am the linear, former linear heavyweight champion in the world in boxing. Yeah. And if I can get your piece of your belt, I'll take that. I'd love to be an honor to fight for your belt as well, champ. Thank amazing. you. Amazing. 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 A kid from Brooklyn, Brownsville, probably the toughest neighborhood in the United States. Uh, would you ever think you'd be here? 48 years old, Miami, two-time heavyweight champion of the world. You ever think? It. Yeah. Me? Nah, I was uh I was a kid just, you know, uh, you know, running around, you know, in the hood, trying to survive. And luckily I uh I took, you know, I was getting into street fights here and there. Luckily I went, I took a bet, lost the bet, went to a boxing gym with a friend, and here I am today. You know, I was just it was all happening so fast, to be honest with you. Nothing was planned. Nothing was planned. Nothing wasn't like let me go join the team and let me become a, a boxer one day. Nothing was planned. It was like this was a way to get me off the streets. I was a homeless teenager growing up in Brooklyn, living there every place. So I it was a place it got me um it got me a meal, it got me a place to sleep in the gym. I slept in the gym, it got me to put on the USA team. Which let me allow me to travel the world. I went to Poland, Ireland. Here was a kid sleeping on the train. I went to sleep, you know, go living in hotels, going to Ireland, Poland, wow. you know, all around the world. So um, it was happening fast. And now here I am. I'm with a family. I have a beautiful family, beautiful nice. wife, three kids, and you know, I'm I'm lucky to be here. But I'm it's all fun, and I'm I'm not stopping, champ. That's Look right, me, baby. Yeah, man, you look younger than me, baby. I gotta, look I gotta start, me, uh, I gotta start growing that out now, man. I gotta start growing that out like the cannon. Yeah, yeah. you know, I they like say that. I'm ugly, but I'm funny. Ah, <laughs> if they say they ain't gonna say it in your face, though. <laughs> Never to my face. <laughs> you got that right. What? Let's see. Uh, I've got another one uh, from Johnny. Hey, champ, how you feel about Fury? And would you want to fight him one day, Tyson Fury? Yeah, I'd love to fight him like that right one day. But right now, I need to focus on getting about another five to six fights under my belt mm -hmm. and just staying busy. You know, I'm a 48. I need to get the rust off. I've always been the type of fighter that I'm a rhythm fighter. So I need to be, you know, in a sense where it's bare knuckle, it's straight to it. You know, it can't run. It's just fist. You know, I'm going to go right to him. And if he try to run, I'm going to catch him. But um, in boxing, at that caliber, you need to be right on point. So it would take me about who knows, six to eight fights just to be prepared for something like that. Okay. And and time. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, too. Uh, as is, a, yes. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see it. Now, as a professional fighter, as a professional boxer, uh, do you feel that you have an advantage cardio-wise uh, in bare knuckle because the rounds are only two minutes and it's only five rounds? It's only two-minute rounds? Five rounds, two minutes each. It's only two minute rounds. <laughs> yes. You ain't tell me that. It's only two minute rounds. <laughs> yeah, oh, if you fight, man. if you if, but if you're fighting for the uh, the championship, I believe they change it to seven rounds now. Two minutes though. 
Two minutes. Stop it. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is a murder. Hold on. Chris, is it two minutes or three minutes? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just laughing. Let me Google it. Hey, it can't uh, be two minutes. I think I it's two somebody. minutes, Chant. I think it's two minutes. Or, or three that. minutes. Do Maybe it's three. It might be three. Guys, I, I hope know. I didn't screw that one up. That was bad. If it's two minutes, you, you guys need to reconsider. Call David right now. Call Mr. Feldman and say, David, Shannon Champ didn't know it was only two minutes, Champ. <laughs> two minutes, Champ. Two it minutes. says two minutes, Champ. Two minute I rounds. Can, I can punch hard yeah. as I can for 30 minutes straight. Hard as I can. I can punch hard as I can. Thunder hard as I can for 30 minutes straight. What you think I'm going to do for two minutes? Oh, stop it, guys. Come yeah. on, guys. Have a heart. Who are you going to sit in there? You guys have no mercy. Let's oh, go, champ. Please. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Oh, that other name popped up too, Mark oh Godbeer. Mark Mark Godbeer, yeah, Val Godbeer. Valor heavyweight bare knuckle champ, uh, Shamrock's uh, uh, promotion. Now he got signed with uh, BKFC to fight Joey Beltran, but then everything happened, so it got postponed. But Godbeer's name has been coming up, and uh, about you and him fighting. I never heard of him. <clears throat> wow. Okay. I never heard of him, but. Okay. That's, that's that's okay. I never heard of a lot of people in the in the in the, in the bare knuckle world. You feel mm -hmm. me? So yeah. you know, no, 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 this to him in that way. But you're dead. I, if you telling me it's only two minutes, champ? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You know how many first round knockouts I got? Thirty-seven. Champ, first round knockout. Thirty-seven. First round 37. knockout. That's scary. Right. I'm. That's come, scary. I, that's come, I fast and hard, champ. Fast and hard. Fast and hard, champ. Fast. Fast. Fast and hard, champ. It's, oh, come on, champ. Wait. You gonna, you, gonna, you gonna make it? You think you gonna make it 38 first round knockouts? Champ, come on. You know how I, when the bell rings, I go right to your face. Right down your throat, your tonsils. It's the champ. As soon as the bell rings, it's the champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. So as the bell ring, it's the champ. Like, <laughs> you think it's a, you think it's a horror movie? <laughs> so you got boxing. You guys start your respective corners bare knuckle. It's like two, three feet away from one another, toe in the line. So it's, uh, I'm, back, I'm backing up so I can get a run in like a football player. I'm running in, champ. <laughs> I'm backing up and I'm running in. <laughs> Super punch. That's going to be wild, man. Uh, what about David Hay? I know you guys had some beef, too. I'd like to see him get in a bare knuckle ring with you. Bring him. You think, he, you think he'd do it? I'd love for him to come over there. i give him a beating. I'm going to share this with him. Yeah, please. I will. Tell him the champs said, come on through. We got to talk. Tell him we want to <laughs> talk to him at BKFC. We want to talk to him about something. We ain't going to do nothing. Just come over and talk. We'll have a little chit-chat. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Excuse me, I apologize. I apologize. Oh, you can cuss on the show. You can say oh, whatever you. You're the champ. We beat shit out you, David. I got a question for you, champ. I heard. I heard that you're thinking about making a movie based on your return to bare knuckle, and I heard you're gonna make a movie out of this whole thing. It's gonna be Is epic. True? They're gonna show the history of bare knuckle boxing, as well as 
my emergence into it as far as a former two heavy, two-time heavyweight champion, 40 years old, semi-retired, family man, you know what I'm saying? And making that and making that 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 push towards it seems like in the boxing world, you know, you got the big promoters, um, they got their nose in the air, you know, they got the big time, they got the over the years, they got the big contracts. They got the, you know, they got the big money, the pay-per-views. And then, you know, there's guys like me who they've always put on the black blacklist or blackballed. And thanks to guys like David Feldman and, 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 and um, you know, and bare knuckle fighting, man, um, a guy like me, a, a, a two-time heavyweight champion in the world, a former boxer, a boxer, but can't get a shot. Nobody want to, you know, get, I'm a liability, I guess. But now here I am. And be in bare knuckle fighting with the opportunity to do what I like to do, beat beat shit out of people. This is amazing. You got to thank David and all the people around the world who support bare knuckle fighting. This is amazing. Thank you guys for letting me in. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. I'm excited about this movie, man. Yeah. I didn't. I, I I'm just hearing about this, so this is pretty incredible. This I just is, found out today. Wow. So, Chad, did somebody approach you about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on a few movies right now. Uh, Outside of boxing, you know, I'm involved heavily with the pharmacy. We we own a pharmacy as well as we have a digital data company, data marketing company. And we do well called Diversity Digital. Check out my website, diversitydigital.com. And, man, we just staying busy. And uh, me and the fam, you know, I'm a one-man army, man. I take care of my family. I'm just home. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Well, not a stay-at-home dad, but I'm a dad that fighting for the family. My wife's a stay-at-home mom, and I support the family by doing what I do, working outside the ring and in the ring, being who I am, Shannon Cannon Briggs, a terror. That's, right. That's right, man. <laughs> Cannon, the champ. I got a True question brother. for you, champ. I've been doing research on you uh, for the last week or so. Uh, I'm an MMA guy, so, I mean, I like all combat sports, but... I had to do some research to dig up some things. Now, me, I work, you know, I work for Game Up Nutrition. Nick and Nate Diaz, um, their CBD line. Um, and I, I come across, um, I'm 420, um, I'm, I'm pro. Um, I come across some Canon OG recently. Yes, brother. And I, I, I had a little sample. Let's go, chat. It was the Indica. It was that strong, strong one. I don't know the name. Okay. But, man, I was on the couch for like four hours. Hey, you the champ. I, I appreciate the support, brother. Hey, uh, Canon OG. Woke up a Dorito. Right now, California. We have a we have a cannabis line. Oof. I I I am yep. a smoker, brother. Cannabis consumer, and uh, it changed my life. I will say this uh, to talk about my uh, my past when when I was 12 years ago, depressed and suffering from major depression. I was at the time prescribed prescription medication. I was prescribed Depakote, Seroquel, yeah. Paxil, Zoloft, Xanax for yeah. depression, for you know lack of sleep, and all those medicines. Even my asthma medicine at the time, Singulair, all mm-hmm. these these combinations of different medics medications. Um, at one point, I had pneumonia. If you look back when I fought uh, 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 Bragimov, at that point I had pneumonia and I was taking prednisone. That a lot that that mixed with my other medications, I started having what's called night tremors, which mm-hmm. led to lack of sleep. I, I started taking Xanax for sleep, relaxation, and anxiety. All these medications screwed me up, champ. I me went too. I was depressed. I was me going too. crazy. I was eating I was eating like a monster, champ. Every yeah. day, 
McDonald's, Krispy Kreme, uh, fried chicken. I was just going crazy, champ. You know what I mean? I was trying to kill myself through food. And then my friend of mine came to me, champ, and he said, champ, you should try this. And it was it was cannabis. And I was like, nah, champ, you know, because I was always as a fighter. You know what I mean? I never felt like, you know, you could breathe and stuff. And stuff. But oddly enough, I was drinking all my life since I was 13. I was drinking, which is worse. You know what I mean? But then um, also, too, I had an aunt that used to smoke and, you know, she used to give me some ass whippers that I would never forget. So that kind of always <laughs> reminded me of the smell. You feel me? The, of the, the, yeah. the bad times. So I was always anti anti cannabis my mm -hmm. whole career and being born asthmatic. I'm asthmatic. I was asthmatic all my life. Yeah. I, I wonder. asthmatic. Yeah. Shannon, I wanted to ask you that. Cause I, I, I've been, me and my dad have been watching you since I'm in short pants and, you know, we've always loved watching you fight. Uh, you, but I, I, of course, and I, and my dad's a huge fan. He's watching now and he's loving it. Um, what up, Bob? <laughs> hey, nice. Hey. Uh, asthmatic and boxing. Obviously we need a lot of cardio and boxing. How did, how did you get through that? You know, maybe somebody's watching that has asthma. What, what's your advice to them? And how did you get, how did you become so such a good boxer and work on your cardio with being asthmatic? I, it, it was a nightmare to be honest with you, but I said I, I say that to say, speaking of, it wasn't until I, I, I started indulging in cannabis that uh, I would say it was about 12 years ago. Uh, I actually I haven't had an asthma attack in 12 years, first of all. So when people talk about you know, and I, I, I'm not a doctor, I'm speaking from my own experience. I don't prescribe. I can't prescribe this. I, I I'm not telling if you want to try it, but from my own experience. Um, I haven't had an asthma attack. I've had, done, I've done phenomenal. I've lost weight. I've gotten a phenomenal, you know, I've, again, I lost 160 pounds, you know, 12, 10, 12, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So, and it was cannabis related, but this, to add to that, um, it was the nightmare growing up with yeah. asthma and boxing because I think it, it, it affected my, my stamina more than anything. It affected my, it affected me mentally. Always afraid that I was going to run out of gas. That's why when you said it's only two minutes, I was like, two minutes? Are you crazy? Do you understand what I could do? That means I could go balls to the wall, all out crazy, and you can't stop me. Okay, I'm gonna show you. But like I, you know, it was it was a nightmare growing up with the asthma. But it was um, it, it was it was it was it was fearful because I never got confident. You know, that's why I'm a much better fighter now than I ever was as a kid. As a kid. I really was, again, like I said, I got into it. Um, I kind of got into it or as, as like, uh, just fell into it. It wasn't a plan. And I was every day, day to day, day to day. Okay, now this, now that. So it was never something planned. It was just happening so fast. And with the asthma, not having confidence, it made it harder. Because every fight, I was like, yo, what if I run out of gas? Yeah. And that's why you look at my fights. I was such a fast starter because I knew I was scared. I might, wow. I might run out of gas. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, because you were a fast starter, obviously, yes. with all these knockouts in the first round. Uh, so who for you, out of your whole entire professional career, who do you feel was the most – inspirational had left the biggest impact on your professional career uh, muhammad ali muhammad ali yeah yeah 100%. what was it for you uh that muhammad ali was such a big inspiration for you um for me at the time you know i was a, again i was a teenager i was off you know homeless on and off and 
you know, I didn't have any confidence. I was asthmatic. I was never good at pick with sports. I, I never played basketball. I can't dribble to this day. I can't shoot. I'm the only black man who can't dribble and shoot a ball. I can't catch. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't catch a football or baseball. I'm, you know, but um, when you gave me gloves, I was able to take off. So, um, you know, it, you know, for me, when I seen Ali, and after having no confidence, now again, not doing great in school, because I was always sick in the hospital with asthma and being homeless, and you know, my mom was on drugs, so you know, school wasn't a priority for me. So, seeing Ali going to the gym, I could, I could like his self esteem was so big and his bragging and his his way he moved and the way he looked, I was like, you know, he gave me. Uh, you know, something to look at him like, wow, I want to be like this guy. So yeah. that's why I said Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he was unbelievable. That guy could talk, man. Talk, that's why I like everything. Yeah, and I think that's big on selling a fight. You do a great job of it. I mean, I, I love watching you because you're comical, you're funny. Obviously, you're a great fighter, but you know, you you know how to sell a fight. And I and I want, I would love to see more fighters like that. I know everybody's different; not everybody could do it. But th there's nothing like selling a fight before it happens, and Guys like yourself, Conor McGregor, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. I mean, guys like that. Oh, that's that Canon OG. That's that Canon OG, brother. <laughs> well, oh, nice. So now what are those, edibles? Or is that, no, bro. Uh, that's, that's flower. flower. That's, that's flower, flower champ. That's wow. flower. That's flower power right there. That's flower power, champ. Canon and then fire. So what's the difference between the two? Well, this is a sativa. Okay. This is an indica. And this is an indica. Okay, got you. Yes, brother. So which one is like which one is more powerful? Well, they both powerful. Right? They equal equal equivalent. Well, let me <laughs> let me ask you this, champ. I want if I want to get knocked out in the first <coughs> round, which one am I going to smoke? You definitely going to have some of this Canon OG. The Canon OG. Okay. Now, if you want if you want to stay up, you want to think and you want to be creative and you want to write a movie and a script and a book and you just yeah. want to think, then you're going to get this. I like it. Sativa. I like it. How do I? Uh, I'll put a banner up right now for the viewers. Uh, where do they find that? Litco, Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles. Litco is right across. It's 500 feet away from the Staples Center. It's called Litco. It's a dispensary downtown Los Angeles. You're gonna love it. Okay. Go in there and tell me. I give them a chance. I go in there and tell me. Champ said give you the discount. <laughs> I like it. Now the L I T C O. L I T C O. All right, we'll pop that up. And that's in the Los Angeles area. Downtown Los Angeles, champ. Let go. Cool. Champ, yeah, I got, I got oh, a go question. Ahead. I got a question for the champ. While I was researching you, I came up with this question. For you, all-time boxing, who was the most feared boxer? Feared. Uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Oh, 100%. The Dynamite you know, Kid. Catskills, New York. Yeah, I mean, I didn't live just, I didn't live in the Sonny Liston era. I heard a lot of men was afraid of him, and I'm sure people were afraid of Jack Johnson as well from what I read. But I think Mike Tyson, what I know of Mike Tyson, and, you know, just the thought of that young Mike Tyson, even Mike today, man, he's ferocious. I mean, I was just recently with him not too long ago, a month or two back. And he still was, he's an animal. He still looked like an animal. I couldn't imagine him going crazy and start swinging on somebody. Uh, I got a little game we, uh, I got a little game we play. Um, it's called the name game. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a name um, or two names and, and you, you give a description. Sure. One or two names is fine. You ready? Yes, brother. 
All right, the first one's going to be George Foreman. Ooh, big George. Hard hitting man, strong. A great businessman. Uh, came back, re recreated his career. Uh, just phenomenal. Great, great, great for boxing. He, uh, he brought a lot of fans to the sport with his, uh, when he came back. And, you know, I was fortunate and he gave me an opportunity to fight him and gave me an opportunity to become the Lindy heavyweight champion in the world. Okay, the second one. John Bones Ooh, Jones. Ooh, champ. Yeah, get busy. I wouldn't <laughs> want to walk into an alley and, and get into a fight with him because he looked cool. You'd be like, I can, yeah. I can handle this. And then next thing you know, he turn you into a presser. <laughs> shit out you. Okay, the next one. Uh, President David Feldman, bare knuckle. Ooh, good brother, good brother. Doing a lot for the game. Him and Dada, hopefully they can join forces one day and do some mega fight. Like Dada to get his big champion, and he get a big champion, and they fight. But um, I think David is doing great for for boxing. I know his brother as well. Um, good guys, and uh, I think I think David's gonna be a, you know a huge leader in this game, and I think he's gonna take off. Look, he got the champ Shannon again. I think that's gonna be mega for himself. You got a two-time heavyweight champion. He he got me coming to the game. I talk a lot. People gonna hear about this all around the world. In Australia, they already talk about it. People all around around the world yeah. gonna come to Miami to see me, because a lot of people I haven't fought in a while. So they mm -hmm. see me, you know, hanging out with Logan Paul, training him. They see me doing this and doing that, but they want to see me fight. That's what do for the matter. They like look at Chad, Chad. That's cool, and all, but we really want to see you break ribs and break jaws, huh. do what you do best. So that's what they really want to see. So that's what I'm gonna give them this summer. Look at them, y'all. The last right. one, ready. Yes, brother. The bronze bomber, Deontay Ooh, Wilder. Nice. He hitting hard. He hitting hard. You know, he was wild. We always knew that, but it, it worked. You know, it was working. Mm -hmm. Everything he touched, he was cracking. And, you know, you can't take nothing away from him, you know. Um, he, he, you know, he lost that fight with Fury. Hopefully he can uh, get back on his, his uh, you know, get back on the horse and, and get, get his title back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to get back up there and get right to it. And if he, if he does it, he, he he would have showed people that he is what he is. He ain't the best boxer, but he can crack. That's right. Yeah. What would you think of that fight between uh, Wilder and Fury, the, the the first two fights? Well, the only two. Well, the first fight I thought was real close. Yeah. I thought um, it could have been either given to Wilder by a point or mm – -hmm. but, again, it's a real hard, tough fight to watch because yeah. Fury was doing so – he was doing good. He was doing good. He wasn't doing great, but he was doing mm -hmm. good. And he got up, yeah. and it was so heroic. So you making a draw is okay. Um, but the second fight, he just he you know I talked to him you know a couple of days before the fight, literally like you know forty eight hours to one hundred twenty hours before the fight, and um, I was like, champ, you got to go in there. You got to you got to box, champ. You got to box. Yeah. He was like, nah, I ain't with that. I was like, nah, champ, box, please. And he, I was begging him. <laughs> I was clean with him. He was like, nah, I'm going, I'm stepping to him and I'm knocking him out. And I said, all right. And he ain't listening, but he went and did what he said he's going to do. So all yeah. respect to him. You know what I mean? Much respect. I want to yeah. see, uh, I definitely want to see the trilogy. You know, uh, obviously, uh, Wilder's got to get that rematch clause in. Um, what do you think about Anthony Joshua in the same uh, category as Wilder and Fury? Yeah, definitely. You know, that fight with Ruiz was. Uh, uh, one of those fights where you know we've seen that before, where the opponent get, the opponent gets switched out, 
you kind of lose the focus that and, and the energy and the drive that you had mm-hmm. for the original opponent. And then the other opponent coming in, and especially the way Ruiz looked, mm-hmm. he like, nah, I'm not gonna beat Fat Boy up, you know. But Fat Boy got hands, you know what I'm saying? He could get busy and he got fast hands and more than more than more than anything else, he's so relaxed. He can yeah. just he's so calm. So, you know, that's that's what makes his speed work for him. The fact that he's so relaxed. So a man like that, he's gonna he gonna beat you up. He's gonna get on you gonna spend a lot of money. You know, you're gonna get to the club early and spend all your money buying drinks and by the time midnight comes when the people pile in, you can't buy water. You know? <laughs> so he makes you spend all your money. He makes you throw all those punches trying to hit him. And then he just relaxed. And when you get tired, he's all ping, 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 ping. And then you up out of there. That's so true, man. I, I, I was shocked, obviously, when he won the fight. But, um, you know, that second fight, was it was tough to see him, man, because he was not in good shape. It looked like he didn't take it seriously. Uh, and he even said it. You know, he even said that while he was gearing up for the fight, he didn't really take it that seriously. So lost the focus. It happens. But I'd like to see him come back. You know, I definitely want to see him make a comeback. And, um, but yeah, so your whole career, favorite fight for you personally, what was the, the one that stands out the most for you? I haven't had it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's coming okay. soon. <laughs> it's coming, coming in soon. bare knuckle. It's coming in bare knuckle. It's coming without no gloves. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Shannon Briggs. Uh, I just want to thank you, man. I want to thank you so much. Uh, for taking time out of your schedule to come on MMA Uncensored podcast and being a part of this, and uh, I'm I'm wishing you nothing but the best of luck at BKFC. I will be there live, and I'll be happy to meet you. And uh, I can't wait to watch you fight, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, Chim. I appreciate both of you guys, man, for having me on. Tell your dad I said hello. Thank you. Thank All you, you I will. Brooklyn guys in the house. Brooklyn. And, um, appreciate you guys having me. On. Check out my website, shadedbriggs.com. I got merch. I got hats. I got shirts. You name it, champ. I got everything. Get some of that OG cannon. I got everything, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. I'm Thank putting you. that up right now for everybody. So there it is, ShannonBriggs.com. Get all your Let's Go Champ merch, baby. Yes, champ. Thank you so much. Thank you, champ. God bless you. We'll talk soon. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Wow, Shannon Briggs. Unbelievable. Wow. Great guy, man. He's electric. He is. He is. He is. Shannon Briggs. Uh, I talked to. I had the pleasure of talking to him a couple of days ago over the phone, and uh, he was just just a great, relaxed guy, man. Intelligent businessman. Um, you know, funny. You know, we had a we had a nice fifteen minute conversation, and uh, you know, fellow Brooklyn guy like myself. But uh, you know, it was pretty cool. You know, I watched this guy growing up with my dad watching the fights. You know, and. Uh, now to actually, you know, have the opportunity to talk to him is pretty cool. And he called out your dad. He said, "Hey, dad." Yeah, that that was really nice, man. That was definitely uh, that was definitely yeah. cool. So, what do you think, man? Shannon Briggs stepping into bare knuckle. What do you think, Chris? I think my mind has changed because <clears throat> I've seen some interviews and I've actually seen his hands up close. Mm-hmm. They're just broken and mangled, and they're like they're like bricks. Yeah, and they're huge, and body shots will will break you. Um, I think somebody's gonna get hurt real fast. Uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna mow through them. Yeah, check this out, man. Actually, I pulled this up, but this is Shannon Briggs just a few years ago. 
not too yeah. long ago, man. Watch, watch this. I mean, he's he's just body shots, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a strong, strong guy, man. Huge Big, strong hands. dude. Huge hands. Boom, that body shot right there. Oh, yeah. Well, that slowed him down right there. I, I, I don't know. I think this was the fight where he had like... Yeah, he's done now. Wop. He's done. Yeah. he. There was a fight where um, he had um, like three guys like canceled on him. You know, the, and they had to keep making changes. And I think that was the fight right there. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see it. I, I'm just curious to see who he's gonna fight, bro. That's the that's the big well, thing it now. Looks like it looks like uh, the cat's out of the bag. <clears throat> it looks like um, Rico Rodriguez will be number one. Uh, hmm. Maybe May June, depending on this virus, and then maybe one more at the end of the year. Um, but I'm sure he'll be sticking around the Florida area. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Bickle, huh? Let's go. Let's go, champ. Go champ. Let's go, Ashley. <laughs> Let's go, Ashley. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. So Rico Rodriguez. I mean, I don't know. It didn't sound like it was a hundred, but it uh, it sounded like it was. We'll have to could ask. Be uh, we'll have to ask Mr. Feldman one day. Yeah, hopefully says. they could release that news. So maybe they they want to keep it quiet. But yeah, doesn't hurt to ask. I was checking out yeah. the Facebook app, and it looks like Mr. Feldman may be watching right now. Um, Maybe Mr. Feldman can confirm that uh, either today or, you know, oh, that'd be pretty he's allowed cool. to um, yep. know when it's the right time. But when he wants to, he's the boss. He can do what he wants. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, man. Well, I'm hoping either May or June for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, the, you know, it just really depends on what's going to happen, you know. That's right. You got to do whatever you can do to make it by right now, you know. Do whatever you're going to do. Yeah, Don't sit man. on the couch watching Netflix, you know, watch Disney Plus. Get out there and do something. You know, look at me and Joe. We started this podcast right when this yeah. virus hit. And and bigger names coming, Joe. How about that guy from ECW? The whole show, huh? How oh, yeah. That? Huh? Yeah, coming soon. Huh? Coming soon. Maybe. Coming soon. <laughs> Can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and then in a few minutes we have the very talented and very beautiful Amanda Casey Vance coming on NFL reporter. Yep. Um, she's got dude. I think she's got like close to a half a million followers on IG. Easy. She's very very popular. She has her own uh, fashion line. I've done some uh, research for you, Joe. I'm gonna let you go on with her live by yourself. Okay. Um, and uh, I got some business to attend to, so. Um, that's that. Yeah, no problem at all. She'll uh, she'll be calling in momentarily, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll get started on that, man. I tell you what, so, Briggs has a nice house. Did you see that house, man? Damn. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, man. Actually, yeah, I've been watching. Inlet. Yeah, dude. Like I I watched his IG videos of him training. And he's, <coughs> yeah, he's, he's got like a little mock gym set up in the backyard, right. and he's got the pool, and he's on the intercoastal. I mean, he's he's doing it, man. Yeah, he's a homebody. He, he takes care of you know, the kids. Uh, perfect life. Great guy. Gets his own weed strain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonzaga uh, has not confirmed, uh, so he won't be on right now. Um, mm-hmm. Chase Sherman, um, he's a firefighter. He won't be on now, but we'll do it again shortly. Uh, we apologize for any confusion, but life happens. Yeah, uh, firefighter, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, one of those things, you know, it's understandable. 
Uh, but we tried. We tried. Uh, but we got uh, we got the champ. We got uh, Shannon Briggs on, so I was happy about that. But Briggs had a lot to say about uh, about those guys. So yeah, and Joey Beltran. You know, he's he's coming for Joey Beltran now. Yeah. I got to tell you, man. All due respect, I, I I'm with Joey Beltran on that. I think that if you're the champ, you know, people need to be calling you out, not the other way around. Personally, that's how I feel about it. We had a discussion off this online, and you know, my opinion is whatever the champ wants, the champ can do because he's the champ. He's the champ. He's the champ. So I, 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 I agree with them there. I agree with you, Joe. You know, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I like when people agree with me. Don't disagree with me. No, not today. <laughs> Just kidding. Today. Just kidding. Shout out to my buddy, uh, Rude, also. Rude nothing but trouble. Uh, good dude, Rude. man. He's been... Uh, He's been helping out behind the scenes too, and I uh, just wanted to give him a shout out. Yeah, so, before I head you. out, Joe. Before, before I head yeah. out, um, shout out to you for doing a great job. Um, shout out to Game Up Nutrition. Use code MMA Uncensored. It'll give you ten percent off. Spend ninety nine bucks, you get free shipping. Um, our new sponsor, which we're happy to be a part of, it's called Veteran Farms. Uh, my friend Evan has a farm uh, out there in California. Um, grows cannabis and on the side he helps out veterans like myself and, and other ones that um, you know need a little assistance and uh, that's what he does so he he's, he's our sponsor sponsor probably forever um, so he's part of the family. that's amazing now uh, have you used uh, veteran forms oh absolutely yes and how is it really fantastic yeah really fantastic, yes Fantastic. I uh, I have yet to try it, but I I'm curious. Well, yeah, we'll have to do something soon. He'll be visiting uh, for the next event, the Briggs fight. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure he'll bring something. Um, he's got a medical card, and he'll bring something with him. And uh, I'm sure we'll you know go have a B and B or something near there, and, and we'll be able to you know have a, a little smoke after the event. Awesome. Hey, Chris, uh, a fan has a question. Would you mind answering the question? I'll try. Uh, it's uh, UFC related. Bit off topic, but wondering who do you think should fight Adesanya next? Do you think Jones is the fight for him, or should he defend his belt first? Good question, Jack. It's good. It's, yeah, it's a good question, but it's got to be Adesanya versus um, Paulo Costa next fight, um, which is probably going to be in a month. Um, and then Jones is probably going to fight Reyes or Jan Blackowicz. Um, and then next fight after that could be the mm -hmm. Adesanya fight. Early 2021 at 205. Wait, light, light heavyweight 205. Light that's, heavyweight. Uh, you know, that's going to be the, the the biggest super fight of all time. Dude, it is. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Sense. Who do you who do you see McGregor fighting next? Um, Khabib. Khabib. Yeah. I think Gaethje's going to fight. For Ferguson mm -hmm. uh, for the end somehow. The stars are going to align because Khabib won't fight because of Ramadan. It's a Muslim holiday. He won't fight till September. Okay. Um, and I think that somehow McGregor is going to get in there because it's going to be a, a you know a huge fight and a lot of money. So mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome, Chris. Thank you for answering thank uh, you. those questions and appreciate you, brother. Thank you and uh, take thanks care of your business fans. and and uh, thanks, man. Have a great night, brother. Thank you. You too. Cheers, War Diaz. All right, uh, so we got uh, MMA Uncensored President Chris LeBeau. Thank you very much, Chris, as always. And uh, now I want to bring on our second guest tonight, 
the beautiful, the lovely, the very talented reporter for NFL. She's got her own fashion line as well. She's very talented. Miss Avan Amanda Vance. Mm -hmm. How are you doing there, Amanda? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> oh, just uh, coping through the quarantine, you know, podcasting through the quarantine. Yes, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> it, it really is. How, how have you been doing uh, during this time? You as an NFL reporter, obviously very busy. Uh, how yeah. has this affected you and your life? I mean, you know, it's tough because it's still hard to say what's going to happen with the NFL season. But, you know, they're doing the draft virtually. And, you know, the players are going to be moving into the season and training camp and doing things virtually at home. Mm -hmm. So it's really different. And even, you know, broadcasting, thankfully I do it on, you know, online a majority of everything, but mm -hmm. people are even the, some of the other broadcasters like Aaron Andrews and Chris Myers are doing broadcasts live from their home. Um, so it's just something everybody has to get used to, but so far so good. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, this quarantine, although not so good, it's, it's actually brought out a lot of creativity from people yeah. to keep busy, oh, yeah. especially professionals like yourself, you know, doing a lot of the broadcasting online. Have you noticed for you, has it been easier to get in touch with people since this quarantine? Cause everybody's yeah. not as busy. Yeah. So I actually uh, approached people, NFL athletes on social media initially for interviews and you know i started doing this heavily this past season and it, i got lucky with a couple of you know big names like nick bosa and al lazar but so many awesome players that i just almost had <laughs> were busy and yeah. now it's so great because they have no excuses yeah. <laughs> they're all sitting at home so they have a lot more uh, available time yeah. so i find that it's been so great um as far as getting in touch with them it's a lot easier who's uh somebody that's been on your hit list that you've been trying to get in touch with for a long time and now you got them um todd Gurley, actually okay yeah awesome. uh, you know we we chatted this season a little bit but you mm -hmm. know he's been he's been busy and i mean a lot of the guys even off season are doing things but they have been on lockdown so it's been nice because uh you know during the day at all times they're free so that's that's been the tricky part and so am i <laughs> <laughs> yes we all are um mm -hmm. i think strategizing is is huge right now that we have yeah. this opportunity to do so and i, I really think and, and you tell me what you think about this but i really think that whoever is in this quarantine right now that's working their ass off uh, they're going to come out on top after this whole thing is done. They're going to have the most momentum. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think? Well, that's what I've been saying. You, you know, so many people are sleeping on this quarantine and they're just kind of going day by day and getting used mm -hmm. to being home and everything being at pause. But the people that are working hard and are continuing to push their goals and everything, I think will come out of this definitely on top. Because like I said, some people are, are totally at a pause. People get really comfortable in times like this. Even myself, I have to remind myself that it's okay to put on makeup and and take some videos. <laughs> <laughs> I see you've been doing a lot of the TikTok videos and, oh, yeah. and all that. What, I love my TikToks. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I mean, it's really funny. I see a lot of these funny videos on there, people being super creative. What it's, was like your favorite one that you did so far on there? I love them all. I am actually a dancer and I um, used to cheer for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, cool. So I grew up um, dancing. So this is like my app and I'm actually a dance teacher uh, as well. And all of my students, this actually started with the kids. And I don't know, you know that song, Old Town Road? It oh, yeah. Great song. grew up from this app. And that's what I start telling people. You know, these kids, get an invention for kids and you will be rich. Because these kids start all the trends. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, like, my favorite app. And I don't know. There's a lot of – all the dancing ones are my favorite. Oh, sure. Uh, it's funny. A lot of the athletes are getting involved with it as yeah. well. It's hysterical. It really is. Actually, uh, last week we had uh... – uh, UFC fighter on Philip A. Rowe. They call him the Fresh Prince. Uh, he just won Dana White's Contender Series. He got a contract with UFC. And he's been on TikTok, and he's been doing these funny dances and stuff. The dude could dance, you know, so yeah. it's easy for him. Uh, and it's just hilarious to, you know, to see that side of him. But, uh, yeah, everybody's – these athletes are hopping on that it's thing. It's nice to see them at home and see their families and see kind of what their life is like outside of the sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So you said you were a Dolphins cheerleader. Mm -hmm. uh, so are you from Florida originally? Yes, I'm from Overtone. Okay. I grew up here and never left. <laughs> and I you know, grew up dancing in a local dance studio. And I actually cheered for the Florida Panthers, believe it or not, a hockey team. Had cheerleaders back in the day. Um, and I graduated high school a year early, and I wanted to audition for the Dolphins, but they were like, nope, very strict. The NFL is very strict about you having to be 18. Um, but the Florida Panthers, I was 17. They made an exception. They got let me pose for the calendar and everything. I was like, all right on. Um, so cool. I did that for a year, and then I did two seasons with the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Uh, so that's interesting. So my parents live in Boca Raton. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and I used to live in Boca myself. I'm in Boynton Beach now, but uh, I used to live in Boca. So that's pretty cool. I didn't know you lived in Florida. That's pretty cool. Yeah, too nice. funny. Well, yeah. it's funny because South Florida, like all Floridians really, um, aren't too big into football because there's so many other things here to do. So yeah. I carry the football pride down here. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 so true. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, one of my, my friend Lauren a, a while back was a cheerleader for the Dolphins too. Okay. Probably going back like 2002, maybe 2003, like back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I remember the Panthers had the the cheerleaders as well. They don't do the cheerleaders anymore, the Panthers? Now they're like hype, a hype crew. Like they throw the t-shirts and they scoop the ice. I did not wear ice skates. It was, it was very similar to Dolphins actually. But yeah, they mm -hmm. um, a couple of years back, they um, lost all their money. And so they got rid of the cheerleaders and fired a bunch of people. And um, that's when I peaced out. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the, what was that like for you? Like what was like the whole process of becoming a Dolphins cheerleader? You know, it's a lot. I heard of it was like boot camp. Yeah, there is a boot camp. It, they call it training camp, just like the, you know, football players. And really you're not safe until you walk on the field. Um, really you're never safe. Um, but it's just like the football players where you go through a lot of conditioning, a lot of, you know, learning um, how game day goes, mm -hmm. uh, seeing if you're fit and you can keep up. 
uh, it's a tough process. And there's a lot of girls that, you know, try out. Yeah. Um, growing up a dancer, it was, it was, I, I had the dancing down, but I had to learn how to do my makeup and how to get all ready. And I thank dolphins so much because they helped me so much develop, you know, my look and how personable I am as a speaker. So, but I went skydiving with them. I went on military tours all yeah. over the world. Um, so it was really an amazing experience. Yeah, I bet. I, I, I really do. That's uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. And uh, that's pretty cool. So like from there, did you transition into broadcasting after the cheerleading? Yeah. How did that work out for you? So after cheerleading, I began to grow my social media. On Dolphins, I learned you know how to take a proper photo. And um, I got into fashion and you know, building my Instagram. And mm -hmm. I've always been very passionate about sports. My dad's like a crazy Steelers fan. Um, <laughs> so living in that household, there was like no way that I was going to get out of, I was going to, you know, move out and not, it wouldn't rub off on me. So uh, I've always loved sports. And I, you know, all my best friends were like, you should utilize this following now that you have on social media and implement, you know, some of the sports. Um, so that's what I began to do and I got great feedback and I've met some amazing people, some people that work for, you know, ESPN and Fox that have kind of guided me. Um, and I'm young, I'm a baby. So I just am graduating college right now. Oh, congratulations. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. It's like the worst time to be, uh, going off into the real world, but <laughs> I've kind of used everything I learned truthfully from dolphins to um, you know, develop my career. So it's been amazing. That is. Uh, did you go to FAU for college? Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, cool. I, did. I told myself I'd never stay here for college. That's <laughs> a good school. Did you uh, go there? Uh, I, I did attend a long, very long time ago. Okay. Um, I it's think I went to a small, a small school, but they've done it's, it's growing. They have a D1 football team and they yeah. have a coach. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, I actually went to an FAU football game uh, last season. You know, I had a great time. It was my first time going to the game. When I went way back when they did not have a football stadium, they, it was it was like nothing was happening over there. It was very small. But now they've grown so much and they've, they're spending a lot of money. I heard that they're spending like millions of dollars now on a whole recruiting system for football. They're, they're building like a whole training facility, like right behind the stadium. Did you hear anything about that? Not too much, honestly, but they do, they're desperate to get people involved. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there, listen, there's a lot of great players now in the NFL, like Singletary, the Browns kicker. Like there's great people mm -hmm. that came from FAU. Um, they, I think it all starts with, a good fan base and like i said people people down here are so bad at being involved in the sports down here so uh anything they can really do to bring the south florida community into feu start going to games i mean those stadiums are empty yeah uh, i know and it's such a nice place it is it's beautiful yeah. it is but yeah i mean i think the quicker they can get people to fill those stands and better off they'll be but did you know that terrell owens son plays for uh fau i didn't yeah his son plays for fau warren Sapp's son plays for fau they're on the same team 
and I believe um, forget his name, running back for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Is Sutton good stuff for you? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, listen, they have a great system and a great school. And if you go to a school like FAU and you kill it, you're noticed because you'll, you know, compared to a lot of the other players, you can make a difference on that yeah. team if you're that good. So yeah. it's funny, the kicker, he's not the kicker anymore. Actually, uh, I think he went to the Titans. Um, he was the kicker. He came in. Um, I want to say last se two seasons ago for the Browns, um, whatever. He went to FAU, but I ended up doing my research on him, and he went to this private school in Boca, um, the JCC, Donna Klein, and they don't even have a football team. So it's funny, wow. he like playing soccer, went to FAU, and mm -hmm. then played for the NFL and was a kicker. So listen, they develop guys, they do, but... Sometimes it's just meant to be, you know. Are, are you so you said you're are, are you into college football at all? Um, nah, I don't really. I watch the pro football. I, I don't really watch uh, college. But when I went, what happened was when I went. The reason I know this about FAU is because when I went to the game, Terrell Owens and Warren Sapp were there. I saw okay. them. They were like right in front of me. It was crazy. So I'm like, you know, what are they doing? Maybe their kids play. And then I asked my friend, who's a huge FAU football fan and college okay. football fan. And he was like, yeah, Warren Sapp's son, uh, Terrell Owens' son, and I forget the um, – it's on the tip of my tongue. My dad's a Buckeye, actually, so okay. I grew up – Dangerous fans. We Dangerous. Love oh, you're – oh, see, you don't like the Buckeyes. <laughs> no, no, no. I, like I said, I'm, I'm not a huge college football fan, but when I was younger, I used to work on a golf course, and Sundays, okay. like, people play golf, and then they rush off the golf course to go watch the – or Saturdays, and they go watch the college football. And the Ohio State fans were, like, the craziest ones out of everybody. Yeah. Like, you don't mess with them. Like, their college football is their college football. Like, they will they will murder you. They're it's crazy. Funny. I went – I was in Columbus for a wedding, um, and I looked up on Google. I was like, I wonder if there's – a Buckeye, a Buckeye game this weekend. It was their opening game this past year, and guess who they were playing? FAU. Yeah, like <laughs> what are the odds? So I went. Um, it was. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be funny. I'm gonna be the the prideful, you know, Floridian. I was the mm -hmm. only one wearing it. FAU. It was. Um, it was crazy. It was awesome though. Yeah. Let me guess. Uh, Ohio won. Well, yes, they did, but FAU, I think, uh, at the end of the season, regular season games, they were uh, the team closest in points to the Buckeyes at the end of the game. Granted, they took out their starters, but they, they it was terrible. When I, was, I left at half, no points in the first half. Um, the second half was a lot more entertaining from the bar, but unfortunately, it wasn't there for point to watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool like when you go to the fau games they have like that alumni section that you can go to before the games the tailgate yeah it, it was awesome i had such a blast it was like beer after beer you just keep keep going i'm like oh okay yeah don't tell me twice <laughs> <laughs> i got some questions from viewers so uh sean quinn uh do you think they should have delayed the draft that's a good question that's a good um, question i you know 
I went back and forth thinking, what would it be like if they had two sets of rookies next year? And I, I don't think they should have delayed the draft because um, I maybe you can say it's a little bit insensitive, but they're not starting games. And I think the sooner that these guys, um, you know, they already committed, they're not going back and playing another year in college. Um, so getting these guys in contact with, you know, these teams, these coaches, their teammates and getting them, you know, on some routine workouts, um, starting to learn plays, even if it is from home. I think that I think it's fine to do that. Hmm. The NFL season is a different story, what they're going to do, but I don't think that delaying the draft, they're doing it virtually. So, um, like the, the good old days. So it should be interesting because let's say there's like a, a technological problem. They only have 10 minutes to pick and teams have been skipped before. So oh, wow. who knows? It's very interesting, but no, we're bored. It should not have been delayed. <laughs> this is going to be like fantasy football, but in real life, like these guys yeah. are actually getting oh, picked no. for these things. That's so funny. I haven't, I haven't, Compared to that, yeah, I've been saying it's like the Super Bowl because we're so bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's real life fantasy now. It's yeah. it's so crazy to me because I'll play the fantasy football every year. I love it. It's yeah. so much fun. I, oh, I'm getting. I'm not the best at fantasy football because I'm so biased. Um, I try not to. It's like hard to root for you know the Ravens when you're a Steeler fan. <laughs> oh, I know. Justin <laughs> Tucker yeah. because who wouldn't? So it's just you know it's hard to root for some of the other teams, but I'm learning to become less less biased all around. So I have it, to. <laughs> yeah, and it's tough. Like for me, like I'm a huge uh, aside from like combat sports and boxing, uh, yeah. a huge baseball fan, but big Yankee fan. And I, I will tell you, I suck at fantasy baseball because I get attached to players. You know, so they. That's different with football. I'm a, I'm a little more lenient, and that's why I'm yeah. I, I'm pretty good at it. But yeah, bet at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's not fun if you don't bet. Baseball right now. Baseball's too brutal, like in fantasy, to stop betting on that. I don't know. It's not for me. At least football, it's you know once a week, and it's sixteen uh, sixteen games or whatever. So yeah, it's that's easier, not too bad. To, easier to watch. What's your baseball team? Yankees. Okay. I'm not too knowledgeable about baseball, but my dad is a big Pirates fan. I know that they're – I do know enough to know that they're not great. <laughs> yeah, they had some chances. They had some players that, you know, Garrett Cole was uh, – he came up with them, and now he's a Yankee, and he's the best pitcher in probably the American League right now. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll see if they play. Oh, Yankees. You're not from – you said you're from Florida. <laughs> oh, well, I'm originally from Brooklyn, but um, I go. moved to Boca 20 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so – so do you like the Giants, the Jets, the Bills? Giants. Okay. Ooh. Giants. What do you think they're going to do? Uh, hopefully just win a couple of games. I mean, it's – uh, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, now it's the first year without Eli, you know. So. Yeah, but I feel like Eli just wasn't there last yeah. year. He wasn't. He wasn't. It, it was his time, you know. But now we got to see what the young blood's going to do, you know. Uh, I didn't like the trades they made. What's that? How do you feel about him? I'm just hoping for the best. That's yeah. it. That's all I can say. I, I like to really like, you know, get a good look before I start making any opinions. But uh I didn't like the Odell Beckham trade. Oh, I mean I'm a Steelers fan, so neither did I. But did you hear Odell Beckham is like 
talking about, well, I think he's just bluffing, but the, there's all this talk about him going to Minnesota and I don't, I don't think that'll happen, but it's a diva. And realistically, I know you're a Giants fan. I, we lost Antonio Brown and you know, it's funny. One of my favorite memories from Dolphins was being in the tunnel for Monday night football. We played the Giants mm-hmm. and it was the uh, star spangled banner. Everybody was real quiet and Beckham was going around to Eli, to all the guys with his hands on their shoulders, like jumping, like trying to hype everybody up. Mm-hmm. So I can see he's good, you know, in that sense that he gets, he's good in the locker room, like good energy. And he brings fans, you know, to the stadium, but it also comes with drama. So you got to decide if what, you know, if it's worth it. And I think he's hurting Cleveland more than he's helping them right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that, that, I think that comes with, with any player that's uh, having issues off the field, you know, they bring it on the field. Uh, we have a question from a viewer. Did you major in journalism? No, I didn't. I majored in business management, uh, but really for, you know, any broadcasting sports job, um, it's not required that you have a journalism uh, degree, just something in a related field, which technically mm-hmm. business is, related but i'm realizing that you can do literally anything you want with like social media you Mm -hmm. really can um and i kind of thought i'm teaching myself everything but no i didn't i i I took a couple of journalism and sports management classes here and there Mm -hmm. but um no no major in journalism i have friends that did though and i have one of my best friends went to uf and she um, has a degree in broadcasting and she does like sales. She doesn't <laughs> use it. Like, I wish I could trade with you. <laughs> yeah, this, it's, uh, but you know, it's pretty amazing. Like, yeah, you could go to school for one thing and then, yeah, like you said, like you could literally create yourself on social media, like what you want to do. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, you know, and then you get a following, but you have a huge following. Have, I saw you have over 400,000 uh, followers just on IG, which is uh, a great number to have. Can I ask you a question though? Um, why? This is just out of curiosity because I don't know the answer, so maybe you do. But I see people that have like you know fifty thousand and they're verified. You got four hundred and something thousand and you're not. So why is that? So I've listen. I've tried to get verified um, so many times, but realistically, and because I have accounts that are mimicking me, and I get so many messages, and people are like. I was talking to somebody for two weeks and I thought they were you. They said that this was your other account. And I'm like, Oh, sorry, but you're an idiot. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, you have to be, there's a couple of things you have to be all over Google. Like you have to have a Wikipedia page. I don't have one of those. You have to have, um, I have articles stating, you know, what I do that I do the NFL uh, mm-hmm. broadcasting and, you know, proof on my page that I've worked with you know, these athletes, but there's more that goes into it. Cause I, I'm mm-hmm. friends with influencers that have millions of followers and aren't mm-hmm. verified. Um, but you have mm-hmm. to be, um, you, you have to be on Google to a certain extent, uh, mm-hmm. clarifying what you do. So even when you go to submit like your, your verification badge, um, you, I would say NFL, you know, broadcaster, Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I'm hoping that I do get verified one of these days because, like I said, people do have fake accounts and use my name, and it sucks. Um, so I'm like, I am the only person, but, you know, it's kind of common sense. But we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully I'm getting, as I go along with this process, um, I become more credible and do get verified. Yeah. Uh, I, I will make sure I share this clip and send this to IG so okay. they know it's time. Blue check time. It's blue mm -hmm. check time. Got another question for you. Actually, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, now that we're live, uh, what do you think about Gronk going to Tampa Bay with Brady? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, listen, the Patriots. It was just it was just sitting there, and the Patriots are rebuilding, and the Patriots got a fourth round, and you know Tampa Bay got uh, a seventh, and Gronk. I think it's great. It's weird because Bruce Arians doesn't really use tight ends. And now he has OJ Howard. They have like three decent tight ends. Um, so I think OJ Howard is, is going to leave. And But here's the best part. For Tom Brady, it's some familiarness. Uh, and I think that I kind of wanted to see Brady do it all on his own, I will say. Um, I know that, you know, he doesn't have Belichick now and that is really what I think he wanted to prove. He could do it without Belichick. But, you know, it definitely helps him out now. He's got some chemistry already with Gronk. Um, listen, I think good, good for Tampa. At least they're in the NFC. They won't, they won't uh, mess with the Steelers anymore because they kept us out of it for, uh, for a long time. But it's also very risky for Tampa because they're paying a lot of money for these guys. Uh, for what two years? I mean, these are guys that aren't going to stick around for a long time. So, to me, they're putting all their eggs in one basket. But it will be interesting. That's an interesting division. Some good quarterbacks. So we'll see. I, I, I'm not surprised. I have to say, I'm not surprised. I don't think many people are because Gronk is young. He's he's healthy, and. Yeah. To me, it was either A, B, or somebody goes there. Somebody goes there to just give everybody the final, bell check the final slap on the face. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm very curious to see how Brady does in Tampa. It's so weird. You know, it's like if I was, if I'm watching baseball and, you know, Jeter on his last year decided, you know, free agent is going to go play somewhere else. You know, it'd be so weird to see him in another uniform. And although I'm not a huge Patriots fan, I don't have anything against them. I'm a Giants fan. We whooped them twice in the Super Bowl, so I don't have anything bad to say about them. But uh, it is weird to to see Brady in a new uniform. It, it yeah. doesn't make sense, you know. Really weird. Uh, He's in Florida now. That's even weirder. Yes, it went from like shitty weather to really nice weather. So, but does that cool. help Miami? Like now, yeah. Miami now has. I mean, granted, now Buffalo has gotten a lot better in the past couple of years, but. Miami's rebuilding. Uh, there's all this hype now. What Miami's gonna do? And now the Patriots have have you know taken a couple steps back. I think it really opens the doors for that division. It's gonna be interesting. I don't know. I got. I got it. You never count out Bill Belichick, though. Uh, no, he's smart. He's like an Urban Meyer. What's that? He's like an Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. He. It's scary, you know. You think, all right, this could be the year. You know, maybe the Jets will win the division, or or the Bills, the Dolphins. Eh, I don't really have much faith in them. But yeah, uh, and you yeah. Know, he's fun, work on defense. 
He's, his son is one of the defensive coaches. Belichick's son. For who? Patriots. Oh, father-son combo. Yeah, it's like they're never yeah. going anywhere. Like they're they're I, I do think he's a good coach. He'll make something happen. But my yes. big question is are they gonna keep Stidham? Are they gonna pick up a, a quarterback in the draft or do they have you know faith in their in their backup because he's he had a you know 10 complete passes with them so mm-hmm. that, but that's not you know so many guys come in and they throw 10 great passes because they're not expecting to go in there's no pressure they're like oh whatever now it's all this pressure are you going to yeah. be the next franchise quarterback this organization um so it really makes me wonder what the Patriots are going to do with you know their quarterback Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. And then I have another question too. Do you think there will be a lot of trades during the draft? It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, it's a wild year. I think there will be a lot of trades. I kind of made my mock draft, um, and I didn't have any trades until um, the tenth pick. I put, you know, the Saints trading with the Browns actually for a quarterback. But I do think I was just trying to keep it simple. I think the third or fourth pick. There's definitely going to be trades because okay. you know the lions the giants they're not going for a quarterback they're not a threat to anybody um but you know the dolphins even they have the fifth pick but they know who they want not sure if it's herbert or tua but um the dolphins want to make sure they get their guy and yeah. some of these other teams like the chargers sitting right under them at number six they want to make sure that they get their guy whoever probably yeah. the dolphins don't pick so somebody like the Patriots, who freaking knows if they come in and trade, then uh, I think three or four, because mm-hmm. the Lions and the Giants are both open to trading. I've seen mm-hmm. a lot about that. Um, there were rumors about the Bengals trading at number one with possibly the Dolphins, mm-hmm. uh, but they've confirmed they're not doing that, which they'd be so silly to trade away Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to do that. Um, but definitely – Three and four. I didn't. I didn't put it in my mock draft, but I. I just wouldn't be surprised. Um, it. You know, a lot of teams need a lot of things, uh, and it's. You can kind of see from the teams in the top ten. Uh, it's very obvious what each team needs. Um, you know, the Lions need a quarterback, but I don't think they're gonna. They wouldn't go for one when there's such great options at number number three. Um, Somebody's going to come in. I just have a feeling. Yeah. And, you know, I even said the Saints at number 10. Um, people think I'm crazy because they have Drew Brees, but they met with Jordan Love. And, you know, Jordan Love is probably the next, I would say he's, uh, this is a stretch, but he might be the last quarterback other than, um, you know, Herbert Tua and Burroughs that's ready to play in the NFL. Um mm-hmm if you know somebody goes down um and drew Brees only has a year left so i can see right. them um picking him up so quarterbacks are going to go fast so if somebody needs there's a lot of teams that need a quarterback even the steelers we have no picks um <laughs> might make some they might i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of trades that's a good point what do you think is going to win the super bowl another question for you uh who's going to win the super bowl and these are from Sean Quinn. Sean's got some good questions today. Yeah, Thanks, Sean Quinn, you're the bomb, Sean. Um, the Super Bowl, that, that's really hard to predict at this point. Uh, looking at teams and who already has, you know, 
the weapons that they, you know, it, looking at their teams right now, I would say the 49ers look pretty good. Um, Tough team. I, yeah, I mean, they can pick up a receiver now that they don't have standards and they have two first rounders and there's a lot. This is a very, very good um, wide receiver class. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot of options at receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's um, the 49 I would say the 49ers. Um, even the Chiefs look good. They need some help in the secondary, but um, it's very, you know, it's funny to say the two teams that were just um, – you know, in the, in the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if some other teams like the Colts, um, step up somebody, somebody we don't see coming, but if they don't have crowds, you know, if if they do play the season without crowds, Hmm. very interested to see how that, you know, that will affect teams. Oh, hundred percent. You know, when you're home and that crowd is cheering you on, you get that adrenaline rush and and vice versa when you're away and, you know, you know the crowd's yeah. against you. I think there's a whole psych, uh, psychological to that. So, so I think if something like that happens with this mm-hmm. season, which I know there are talks about having the players, you know, secluded um, without family and having to, you know, play in a certain state. If that did happen, like the Redskins could take it. It, it could. Yeah. It could totally change the game. Anything could happen. Anything could happen after this quarantine. You just never know. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's going to be crazy. Also, uh, Tony wants to know, uh, do you think Gronk will retire with Brady? Gronk already retired. <laughs> I thought he already <laughs> retired. Yeah, no, definitely. He'll retire with Brady. I think so, too. It'd be crazy if they won the Super Bowl this year and they both walked out and, like, mic drop moment, you know? Yeah, like I said, I'm very glad they're in the NFC now. Um, I It was such a pain in the ass as a Steelers fan watching them, you know, take us down at the last moment. Too many times. Um, it was kind of nice seeing them uh, lose this year, especially uh, the way they did in the playoffs to a team mm-hmm. like the Titans. But, um, you know, I think they'll retire together for sure. I yeah. mean, if it, maybe I could see Gronk doing one more year. Hmm. I don't think he'll play any more than that. I he's think he's going to go to the WWE after that. Look at Jason Witten, you know. Yeah. He he's old as hell and keeps coming back. Speaking right. of Cowboys, if they get a tight end with two good knees, then they could be good too. I I could yeah. see a team like them stepping up. So the memes about the Dallas Cowboys are hands down the best in football. <laughs> the Cowboys are they're great. They're another yeah. good organization though. Like they're they're a team that you know they have their gears where they're not amazing but you just you know they make good decisions in the draft Mm. yeah i think the the biggest shocker i think of the upcoming nfl season if robert Kraft stays out of massage parlors i think that'll be the shock just my personal you don't have to comment i i for me it's like how many things can you just make disappear like the peeking from the sidelines against the Bengals, like, and then it's just disappears. The, the, the ball deflation, and then you got, yeah, you got that, and, like, you got Josh Gordon, who failed so many drug tests, and now marijuana is actually legal in the NFL. Yeah. They don't have for it, so he's happy. But it's Wasn't like, the NHL the, the originators of getting marijuana legalized in professional sports? 
I don't know. Because I heard like this whole thing, like there were certain like um, there were certain cities like NHL, you know, where the NHL uh, plays, right. uh, where it was legal for players to to smoke weed. And uh, there was this whole article I was reading about a few years back where they were saying like the NHL is kind of like um, a lot of other sports are looking to to the NHL mm -hmm. because of this. And yeah, so now that you're saying, you know, you know, yeah. marijuana is legalized, you know. I just that, that yeah, thought popped in my head. I don't know, but I mean, like Josh Gordon, that guy got he failed. I think for the, he played for the Browns, and I think he made he played like six games in three seasons, but he was good, so that's why they mm -hmm. kept him around. Then the Patriots picked him up, and they they shape up anybody, and they put his locker right next to Tom Brady's, and um, you know he did he did decent. He had to learn the playbook, but then. He got in trouble again for for marijuana, and it's like they let him come back. Yeah. And later in the season, after you know suspending him indefinitely, and it's like how and that like split under the carpet too. Like nobody even really talked about it. I'm just like, they, I think they get away with some things. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting though. I'm really looking forward to the football season. Hopefully, it's start. I'm looking forward for sports in general to return. It's been. And I know you as a big sports fan, it's got to be tough for you. It, it is, but, you know, as far as we know, everything is going to happen one way or another with mm -hmm. the NFL. Um, how it will happen is a big question mark, but right. the draft is happening and it's Thursday and we're excited. Uh, it's going to be amazing. And uh, is there any uh, sponsors or anyone that you want to shout out or any or your websites of yours or anything? Because I, I could share it for you right now. Really, my Instagram would be the biggest thing. Okay. I, you know, I post my interviews with the players on there, and obviously, I give my, you know, my predictions. Um, and you know, for betting people, um, I am going to start this season doing some of those videos too. Which you know, who you should take um, on certain games. So I, I keep it all on there right now, and anything else I do, I would promote on there. So. Awesome, yeah. IG is awesome. I really like it a lot. But TikTok, you got You got to get on the TikTok. It's a lot of fun. So is that what you're up to? Because somebody just popped the question. What's Amanda up to in quarantine? So is it TikTok? A lot of TikTok. I, I've been doing my TikToks. My TikTok is the same name, Amanda Casey Fans. Um, yeah, because it, it's not everybody's on it yet, and it could be a fad like Vine, where it just it's really big right now that everybody's secluded, and then when everything goes back to normal, it kind of goes away. Because Instagram is good for like news and you yeah. know ads, whereas TikTok isn't, um, and mm -hmm. money is really what makes Instagram work. Right. So I don't see it being like the next big big thing, but it's fun. You gotta gotta go make a TikTok. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I've been doing a couple like with my interview videos and stuff like that. I'm having some fun with it. So I'm not much of a dancer, so I don't know if anybody wants to see me trying to. Throw some two steps out there. It's not gonna. That's happen. all right. You don't. You don't need to be dance. They have like fun voiceovers too, where you can like. I'll do those. Mouth something funny. Yeah, just yeah. Like scroll through the little for you page and find one you like. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's the one. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. All right, before I let you go, Amanda, uh, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. So much fun. Uh, yeah. And time flies. I mean, we're already forty minutes in. And I know. Uh, who do you think is gonna be the winner of the NFL draft? Who's gonna come out the winner? Who's not going to be a bust? Um, no. Jerry Judy. Okay. <laughs> the best Remember that name. 
in the draft and yeah. runs incredible routes. And I think one way or another, he will make who, wherever he goes, he'll he'll make it look good. Who's gonna? Who do you think he's gonna end up with? Maybe the Jets. Oh, the Jets! Maybe they the could Jets. use somebody good. There's the Jets. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Um, but he'll he'll make he'll make the quarterbacks look good. Sam Darnold would be lucky to have him. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Kyle Kaepernick is he gonna get a job? No. Hell yep. no. Nobody, nobody wants poor Colin. No, he had a shot and he he blew it again. Yeah, he yeah, that was a him and all about his, you know, bring his camera crew and just he had a shot. And you know, no. I was even thinking there if he handled things, you know, that time around a little more gracefully. Somebody like the Steelers were so desperate this season for a quarterback. Hmm. Once the whole thing happened with Rudolph and then. Hodges started throwing ducks and like it was just miserable. It something like him would have been like a great pickup, but nobody wants him in their colors. Yeah, a lot of like like we talked about like with Odell Beckham, you know, you got players that are bringing a lot of baggage from off the field onto the field, and a lot of teams don't want to deal with it. And there's so much talent out there that you're not going to be missed. You know, there's going to be somebody else right behind you coming up. So that's true. Uh, I, I, and a lot cheaper too. Uh, oh, yeah. So, but uh, Amanda, such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for, for taking the time to be on MMA on Censor podcast. I know we talk football, but it was great. Cause I think, you know, a lot of us MMA fans are also football fans too. So, and the draft is coming. So yeah, let's uh, do it again. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Maybe we'll have you on as a guest co-host one of these days or something. Cool. That'd be kind of cool. Sounds amazing. Well, thank awesome. you for your time. Have a thank good you. Day. You too. Bye. So, guys and girls, that's a wrap. MMA Uncensored Podcast, Episode 4. Uh, had so much fun tonight. It was it was a great time, and I want to thank everybody for uh, for hanging out, watching the podcast. It's, it's been a lot of fun. We had Shannon Briggs on the first hour, and we got Shannon. Shannon came in heavy. Uh, we're supposed to have... Uh, Chase Sherman and Gabriel Gonzaga call in and my apologies to everyone. Uh, life happens and they couldn't make it, but the chant had quite a few words to say about pretty much every name that I brought up to him. So uh, the replay will be available on YouTube. So take a look at that. If you haven't caught it, we can watch it right here on Facebook again. Uh, but I want to thank you guys. And before I let you go, please do me a favor. And first of all, I hope everybody's doing well. Hope you and your families are okay during this crazy time. I uh, hope everybody's healthy and happy and staying uh, active and just, uh, you know, just being safe. You know, uh, it may sound crazy. Some of the things that the world is telling us to do right now, just just follow the rules right now. You know, hang in there. I, I turned my house into a tiki bar and a home office. So just having some fun. Uh, but IG, follow us. MMA Uncensored, double underscore. Follow the Bare Knuckle Freak for all Bare Knuckle news. A Guy Think podcast. That's my other podcast where I do a multitude of different interviews on there, which is a lot of fun. But thank you guys so much and girls for joining the show. And I hope you all have an awesome rest of your Tuesday.